Hello, amazing people. Tim here. And on today's episode of the Live Your Freedom podcast, I talked to Angel Ariel Casas, the founder and creator of Bodies by Angel. He's a physiologist, a nutritionist, and a fitness trainer who helps his clients achieve their ideal body by using really, really hardcore, what I think is hardcore, mindset techniques and a lot of science-based approaches to working out, to fitness, to gaining weight, to losing weight, to achieving their ideal body. Now, I think what makes Angel so amazing and the reason I had him on recently is because he was diagnosed with cancer in 2020 and he documented his journey of going through testicular cancer and actually beating it, going through a bunch of surgeries, going through a bunch of mental hardship and physical hardship while still running his business, while still providing so much value for his community. He's someone who I learned from so much all throughout 2020, just watching his journey on Facebook and on Instagram. If you want, you can find Angel at 50 Shakes of Way. That's not the the, the number 50, that's the word 50 Shakes of Way, W-H-E-Y underscore on Instagram. We'll go ahead and put the the link to his his Instagram in the description of this podcast. Find him, reach out to him, look at what he's doing. He's an incredible, incredible individual who's doing so much good in the world right now, and his journey is is just incredible, and there's so much to learn when it comes to mindset, when it comes to fortitude, when it comes to going through resistance and going through struggle. He absolutely ate cancer for breakfast, punched it in the face. He won, and he's helping other people find their potential and build their ideal bodies now. So we went into a deep dive on mindset, on fortitude, on being a business owner, on going through the ups and downs of what it is to run a business and figuring out what really, really matters and what's important in life. This was a really, really good one, and I'm really happy that I could have him on here. Let's go ahead and cue the music, and let's jump into an amazing, incredible conversation with Angel, the founder of Bodies by Angel. Angel, my man, thank you for for joining me, brother. How are you doing, man? How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, man. I'm blessed. All right. No complaints over here. You've been through a journey, man. I've been I've been following your your um your up and down Actually, it was all up because you're so positive. So it looks all up, honestly. I'm like, I'm like, how is this guy just always, always positive and just like next step, next step. But I've been following your battle, you know, through cancer, building a business, helping clients with um, fitness, helping them build the body they want. And then you also, you know, going through your own struggles with your health. And it's been truly inspiring. So I just wanted to, to sit down with you and have a chat because I think that there's so much that people like myself and others can learn from your journey. Um, about fortitude and persistence and and probably some stuff about continuing running a business, even through the ups and downs and, and the struggles. I'm sure it weighs on you mentally as well. So I'm happy to have you here and, um, and chat with you about what you've got going on, my man. Thanks for joining for sure. me. For sure. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And I appreciate you, you know, uh, taking the time, you know, to, to, you know, interview me and, and get my insights. And, you know, I just want to say, you know, I love what you're doing. Uh, you know, on your end of the things, you know, I've seen your growth, you know, you're, you're way ahead of where I was at when I was your age, you know, for sure. Appreciate so, that. Yeah. Kudos to you for, for making the moves that you're making. hundred percent, man. Um, so let's, let's jump right into it. So you, you received this diagnosis about your cancer when specifically? So I received uh, the news that I had metastatic, uh, that I had testicular cancer, um, June 10th of 2020. That's when we okay. found out that 
the mass that that I had on my left testy was cancerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that for all of us, just people out there who are online looking at stuff and hear stories, you hear stories about people who have gone through cancer. Like, like I know I've seen those stories. I'm sure you saw them before you had your diagnosis. And you always think you kind of, I think, try to put yourself in those shoes. Like, what would I feel? And then it's kind of like, oh, but it wouldn't happen to me. But you know, oh, like, oh, that's oh. just like, oh, that's random. You know what I mean? At least that that's how I feel sometimes. It's like, you see, and you're like, damn, oh, ooh, that's bad. But you're like, oh, that guy. Well, and then I mean, it happens to you. You, <laughs> I'm probably the, the, the exact, you know, archetype of person who thought that way. Because I mean, mm. think about it, 28 years old, you know, I've, de- I've dedicated, you know, my whole life to, to health and fitness. I'm the last person I thought, you know, that would have got diagnosed with cancer, but you know, it happened. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What's the first thought that goes there? Cause you're a business owner as well. You're an entrepreneur. So it's not just where you're in the, the everyday routine of life, just going, I've been watching your content even before that you're putting out a lot of stuff, educating people. You have a lot of high profile clients, you're changing people's lives, but then you have this thing that interrupts or, or has the potential to interrupt. So what's the first thought that goes through your head? Is it, how do I run my business now? Is it, how do I survive? Am I going to pass away? Am I going to die? What, what goes into your mind first when that happened? What was the first thing? It was the first, I did not care at all about my business, about Mm. the money in my bank account, you know, Mm. any of these material things. It was, hey, am I going to live or die? You know, that was the big, you know, question. It was the big thought that I had, the big shock that occurred, you know, when I received that news and, you know, I'll I'll be real, you know, I did what... (laughs) when anybody, you know, who gets diagnosed with something like that would do is, you know, I broke down and I cried, you know, I'm man Mm. enough to admit that. Mm. And, you know, when, when I found out, um, you know, I was in the process of uh, talking to my father about it. My father's a medical doctor in Dominican Republic, and he was really only the only one that knew that I was getting checked out for this and that it could have been cancer. And when I told him, you know, just seeing his reaction, um, you know, really just amplified the feeling of, you know, wow, this is something that's serious. Mm. So I took a day, um, you know, to kind of be in my sorrows, to kind of suck in the news, you know, what was going on. And afterwards, you know, literally the next day I said, okay, this is my situation. This is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. Now, what can I do right now in order to better my situation and come out Mm. on top? All right. Mm. And I think that that's key for anybody who receives any type of adversity or like bad shit that happens to them is that like, cool, you know, take a day, you know, to, to cry, to feel sorry for yourself, to be in pain. But then at the end of the day, you got to do something. All right. You can't just be a victim and say, okay, you know, woe is me. You know, why is this happening to me? You know, now the next question is, all right, what are we going to do, you know, to, to make this situation better? Mm, yeah. And I know that you mentioned that the thing that was on your mind first wasn't business. It was, it was like, am I going to, am I going to survive? Is this going to be okay? One of the things that I picked up on in watching your journey, I hope I don't sound like a stalker by the way, because I, I was like, oh. I'm looking at your stuff. I'm looking at all of it, Angel, but it's, it's inspiring. Right. And, and I'm on Facebook a lot. So, so you see things, you see, you watch people's stories and stuff and you share a lot. Um, one of the things that I noticed was this incredible resilience that you had when documenting all of it. 
and the post as well, like you shared about some of the pain you were going through, you shared about nervousness before these surgeries that were coming up and you've had a bunch of them. What did you anchor to that allowed you to not go into depression or go into, I guess, I guess victimhood is a word that I could call it. Um, and no, no shame to people who, who that does happen to, because it's a real thing. It's a path someone can go down, but you, you took another path. What was it that you anchored to, to help you go through this and keep sharing and inspiring people? And I assume in the process, encouraging yourself, what did you anchor to? What was the big catalyst behind that? Was it family? Was it the drive to, to make content as simple as that sounds? What was it? What, what kept you going? Yeah, it was, it was really two things. Uh, the first is that being a victim does nothing. <laughs> and I think that, that that's something that, um, you know, we all need to realize and we've all been there before, you know, we've all felt sorry for ourselves. We all been negative and that shit just doesn't help. <laughs> right. The only thing that helps is to be positive, you know, to be proactive over your situation. So that's kind of how I, I, I looked at it. The second reason uh, why I was motivated to document my journey and put everything out there and be really vulnerable is because I wanted to pay it forward, you know, to other people who were also struggling with whatever it is in their life, whether it was cancer, terminal disease, adversity, depression, whatever. Because when I was going, when when I was going through the process of you know battling cancer and going through chemo, I. I looked for that same content, you know, to give me hope, to know that it was possible to beat this mm-hmm. disease. When, when you say that same content, what is that content? Like you said, that same thing. Inspiration, what does that mean? Inspiration, uh, you know, really hope, belief that you can get through, you know, and overcome such a terminal disease and a bad situation. I, I needed to see that it was possible. All right. That really gave me a lot of strength. Especially when, come on, like we're, we're dealing with cancer. It's something that's so negative. So many people pass away. They don't make it. Like mm. you really need to anchor your beliefs and, and your faith into something that that gives you a lot of strength during the journey. Mm. So I told myself, you know, as tough as it is to be vulnerable and to document this, fuck, if it even helps one person to give them the same hope that I got throughout the journey, it's worth it. And I'll do it. Mm. What were the some of the what were some of the stories that you you got at least from people who you were able to help who have been through that same journey? Because one of the things that that I've found um, in there was someone I work with who had lost his mother, and there's support communities and stuff for people who have lost a parent recently. So I'm sure that you going through cancer, you were able to integrate with some new communities, possibly people who have gone through similar things that you didn't have before. So what was that like? The power of community just any stories and stuff that came out of that people you were able to meet people you were able to link up with and just share with like what was that like this new I guess world you were in of we're all struggling with the same thing together or people who might have struggled with it what what were you able to find there so unfortunately I wasn't able to meet anybody personally due to the time period that I got diagnosed it was in the midst of like COVID uh when it was like in prime over here in New York yeah you're gonna have a great 2020 story by the way man your kids, you're gonna you're gonna talk about 2020. And you're gonna be like, yeah, guys, 2020 was. <laughs> you got it worse than all. For sure, for sure. No, but I mean, it it was you know that within itself was a challenge to go through cancer treatment, to go through chemotherapy where your immune system is you know at its lowest, and like 
you definitely don't want to catch COVID while you're battling cancer and going through chemo. It's sure. the worst thing. Mm-hmm. So that was actually a really tough part for me is to, you know, really having to keep my loved ones away during such a time where I felt that I really needed them, you know, and having them understand that. Um, but I think the, the, like the main, one of the most inspiring stories that I saw uh, was a TED talk on YouTube. Uh, this guy, Martin, I forget his last name. He's, uh, he's someone from Switzerland. Man, that was the most powerful TED talk that I've ever saw in my life. It, it, that, mm. The message that I saw from that, like I saw that video and I was like, I want to do that. You know, like mm-hmm. I want to be that guy who, you know, shares his story and inspires, you know, millions, you know, to, to be able to have, you know, the strength to beat this disease. I think it was that. And then, you know, again, although it wasn't physical, um, because I had to, you know, quarantine and isolate myself, the amount of love that I felt from so many people, man, I mean, you probably understand this yourself because you're an entrepreneur. It's, it's a very like lonely kind of journey. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to talk to you about that later, actually. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's it's such a lonely uphill battle. And sometimes you feel like you're just alone, you know, through it all. And you forget how much people really actually care about you. So mm-hmm. when I posted publicly, you know, what I was going through and that I had cancer, the amount of love and support and messages that people, you know, brought to me was was out of this world. You know, mm-hmm. I, I it really reminded me that. I had even more to fight for. Mm, that's amazing. As as a business owner, I, one thing that I, that I saw on one of your posts, I think on your Facebook, because you were mentioning how this past year was a pretty good year for you in business. What's funny, by the way, is for a lot of entrepreneurs, 2020 was a great year of business. Yeah. Because people, people's buying behavior doesn't change in a pandemic. Yeah. It's actually stays the same or grows. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you're one thing that I noticed is you documented your journey. Gary V talks about this. He says, don't like make up content just for the sake of trying to be someone just document, like just show what's going on. Right. Right. And I noticed that you documented your journey of going and beating this disease and fighting against this disease. But it wasn't like you were trying to wear the disease on your shoulder. Be like, Hey, pay me. Cause now I have this thing here. (laughs) It was, I, you were posting articles that were like, hardcore fitness, strength, motivation articles, nothing to do with the cancer. And then it was like, oh, by the way, guys, I'm going for a surgery and I'm going to eat surgery for breakfast. And then it was like next week, six different meal posts or put things on your IG. So this, this kind of stream of content that you had and building your business to where it was successful, it, where it's continuing success and growing, what was that like during cancer? Because I'm sure you're going through pain. I'm sure there were surgeries and, and exhaustion, all that stuff. How did you, how were you able to do that? Beyond just mindset, like technically, what were you doing to actually build the business during this time? How did you manage the time and the exhaustion, all that stuff? Well, throughout my actual uh, battle with cancer, like when things were uncertain, like I would say like the first two months where I was going through chemo and, you know, my, my blood tumor markers were still very elevated. Um, I'll actually be transparent. I actually took off from work and I said, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, fuck this business shit. Like I am going to focus on me right now. And that was actually the first time I think maybe ever that I dropped everything and I just focused on me now prior to getting diagnosed. Um, you know, when we hit COVID, 
um, I was hitting, you know, my best numbers yet. And I think you hit the nail on the head that like, this was the experience for a lot of entrepreneurs. While a lot of them, you know, made excuses on, oh, you know, this is the situation, people are losing their jobs, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And what people got to understand is that, you know, when you, when, when a difficult circumstance happens, there's always opportunity, right? And like the job of an entrepreneur is to find solutions to problems, all right? You're a problem solver as an entrepreneur. So, I mean, I, I live in the fitness space. If there's anybody who had an excuse, right, to, to, to say, hey, you know, I guess my business is going to tank. It was me. All the gyms were closed. All right. I lost a lot of, of business in terms of like one on one personal training, group training, all that shit. But what I told myself is, OK, this is the situation. Gyms are locked down. People are stuck at home. Now, what can I do to find a, a solution to that problem so people can still stay very fit? And what I came up with was doing a lot of online boot camps. All right. So we went on Zoom. Uh, most of my business was online anyway. And that's the importance of having a business that's digitized. All right. Mm -hmm. So important. Can't emphasize that enough. You know, that's one of the reasons why I didn't get hit so hard is that a lot of my client base was already online with online coaching. But to uh, find additional solutions, I came up with an online boot camp class where we did group exercise classes at home. You know, and I was able to more than make up for, you know, the, the clients that I lost, you know, because of the gym situation shutting down. So, mm -hmm. again, it falls back to that mentality. It's, it's like you can't get overly emotional when bad shit happens to you as an entrepreneur. You got to think strategically. You got to be like, OK, what problem can I solve? Mm -hmm. And you made up for the stuff that happened at the beginning of COVID, like it was March, April time. You made up for that before your diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I think, you know, as far as like the actual cancer journey, mm -hmm. it wasn't so much a um, like sales driven type of strategy, mm -hmm. um, you know, to keep the business afloat. It was more so like branding and building community, you know, like I thought of it as like, yeah, I'm going to be helping a lot of people by putting out my stuff over there. But at the same time, I mean, it makes for a really great story now. It's like, mm -hmm. damn, you know, Angel. <laughs> Angel's working out twice a day while he's battling cancer and going through chemo. Fuck, I got no excuses now. You know, mm. fuck, I want to work with somebody like that. You know, imagine if I adopted the same mindset that he had. So mm -hmm. I think that was more of like the business strategy per se when I was going through my battle with cancer. Because I know that watching when when I was seeing your your you documenting your journey, like the first, by the way, the first moment where I recognized like, oh, this is really real what's going on with this you know, friend I just have on my Facebook because we weren't talking before that, but you know, this friend I have on Facebook was seeing the first bald pic you posted, yeah. seeing that. Cause I had seen your other pics before, like, you know, where you look like this, where your face, you know, got the Latino genetics, you know, look at the jawline, you know, but then I saw the bald picture where yeah. you looked a little weak and you look, and I was like, and then what happened the next week you posted a, a fucking gym photo with you lifting. It was like the next week. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? And to be honest, I didn't feel sorry for you. I just felt pissed because I was like, this man is doing this. And like during the pandemic, I stopped my workouts because I was at home. I was just like, you know, whatever things I need to get over. But but I saw that. And so I think that maybe what it even did for your brand was 
it wasn't so much that you got more eyes because of the cancer thing. And I'm sure that that helped indirectly, but I think it just showed the resiliency and what it means to really, really care about your body in terms of the work ethic that you put into it. Why is it that you coach this? Like, what's your why? Like, why are you into, into coaching fitness right now? What's your kind of, what, what's the journey behind that? And how'd you get started in this? Why have you started doing this? Yeah, sure. So before I've always heavily been into like fitness and working out. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had a lot of pressure and, you know, just like a lot of self-judgment, um, you know, coming up in college and, you know, after graduating, I, you know, my story is, you know, I wanted to go to medical school and, you know, like I mentioned before, my dad is a doctor in the Dominican Republic and he kind of like always enforced that shit on me. Like, Hey, you know, medicine is the only way to go. Everything else is bullshit, you know, do this. And like, I came to a point where, you know, I realized that I wasn't living my own life. You know, I was living a life to make my parents happy, to make my friends proud. And, you know, I got really fed up and I was just like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm going to live for me. You know, I'm going to do it because I'm the one putting in the work, you know? Mm -hmm. So during that time period that I was studying for the MCAT, um, I was doing some coaching on the side just for fun, just helping some friends out, helping some uh, brothers out in my fraternity um, because they knew me as like the, you know, fitness guy, you know, in that, in that circle. And, you know, I helped out funny enough, ironically enough, this guy was a medical student <laughs> himself okay. and, uh, he ended up losing 60 pounds in, uh, 16 weeks with me. Amazing. Yeah, that was that was the most rewarding thing at that time that I had ever. That'll done. do it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, you know, like I always knew that fitness was a main passion of mine, but that moment kind of like solidified it. Like, wow, you're actually good at this shit too, you mm -hmm. know. So ever since then, I didn't look back. And fast forward, you know, like about a year or so afterwards, that I started developing, you know, the coaching as a side hustle. Uh, I actually did get accepted to uh, medical school and uh, the best feeling was, was sending that email back saying, Hey, you know what? I'm not interested. I'm good. You know, I found my passion. <laughs> mm, wow. Wow. Dang, man. That's crazy. Um, needless to say, my journey for getting into coaching is, is nothing like that. Mine was like being in pickup and all that stuff and being like, yeah, let's go out and meet girls. That was my journey. So, you know, I, not, not, not for nothing. You did that shit real good. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that it didn't turn out well. <laughs> it turned out well now, but I, there was a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons learned. Going back to, um, to your experience, again, as a business owner and, and a content creator, something I think is, is interesting is you have this, this documentary, um, or I guess mini documentary, Stronger Than Cancer, um, where you're going and documenting your journey through this struggle and, and you know, the ups and downs, you have interviews with your family, you're talking about what, what you went through. Um, your ability to actually make content and share and be vulnerable. I think that it's something that that could help so many people because there will be other people who are diagnosed over the next 20 years and this lives online forever. So the story of Angel and what you went through as an entrepreneur and as a cancer survivor and as a, as a man growing up in this crazy world will be able to inspire others. Um, this is kind of, a, I guess, a weird question to ask or, or maybe a bit of a weird answer, but how important is it to you that this message that you have and the journey you went on and the struggle you had 
is able to help people going forward? And how much do you think that the skills you learned as a business owner with creating content and being vulnerable the way so many other people can't, how valuable do you think that that was during this process and you being able to document and just share without actually feeling maybe I shouldn't, maybe I, you were just giving. So how, how do you think that related, you know, the, the work you put into making videos and all that stuff, how important was that? I feel like that's what, what really makes my brand stand out now. You know, mm. like if you really, if you really look at, uh, you know, I think it's important that everybody finds their unique story and their niche, you know, that kind of thing that stands them out compared to other people. And, you know, b- before I got diagnosed with cancer, you know, I was like a little bit frustrated, you know, I was like, you know, like, why the fuck am I not blowing up like Gary Vee or like any of these like Grant Cardone, any of these top fucking guys, you know, like my content is good. You know, my message is good. And like, when you really look at it, what the fuck was I doing? You know, oh, what was my message? You know, oh, go work out, be healthy, you know, stay consistent. Mm-hmm. It, it was a good message, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a great message. It wasn't like out mm-hmm. of this world. And now that I have this story behind me where, you know, I had a 20 to 50% chance of survival. I bodied this fucking disease. I still went to go work out. Like that's an amazing story. You know, that's what really takes the brand up to the next level. So I think that that's really the, the biggest difference maker is finding a message, finding that niche that really can stand you out and can really catapult you compared to other people. You know, mm. has it changed your perspective on business at all going through this? Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, good a good one. Question. Has it changed your Has it changed your expect your perspective on business? Like, do you see running your business differently because you've gone through this? Do you make dis- different decisions? Your outlook, what your plan for the next five years, how you run your programs, how you coach people, how you make your new programs? You know, I'm a coach as well. Has it changed? I think, yeah, I think that um, it's really helped me to realize that I have a lot more potential than I was giving giving myself credit, you know, and that mm-hmm. I should elevate my game. You know, like I kind of like make excuses in the past, like, oh, I could never <laughs> come out with like a really nice documentary with like a great camera and like great production because I'm Angel, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not any of these top guys. And like, what you really realize the more that you do this shit, and I'm sure that you've had the same realization is that all these guys started off at the same point, you know, as like all of us, you know, when we went to start off, you know, the only difference is that they believed in themselves, you know, and they Mm -hmm. saw their potential. So now that I see that I can have such a great impact on people, I'm more motivated to produce higher quality content, to produce more, to, you know, just really put my shit out there. So I think that's how it really, you know, changed it from a humanistic point of view. Um, I realize what's most important to me right now. And I know this isn't the most like business driven thing to, to say, you know, it doesn't sound sexy, but um, you know, there, there's no, there's no value in being the richest man in the graveyard. <laughs> you know, it's like, I like that, you know, like I, I, I've, I had so much import, I gave so much importance to money, to my business. And when you're in a situation like that, you realize none of it means shit. You know, mm-hmm. like it's 
it's not the most important thing. I'm not saying don't go out and do great things. I'm not saying go, don't go for the millions. Don't go, you know, to explode your brand. Do all those things. It's great. But I realize what's important to me. And, and instead of me being that guy who I used to be where like, I never had any time but for my work just to stay on my craft. Now I give myself that time to spend time with my family members, you know, because they were there for me, you know, and I, mm. I didn't want to lose them, you know, throughout this time. I make my, I make time to build the relationships that are important to me. Mm. What does that look like practically? Like, what is the change in, in behavior day by day, week by week? What do you do differently? I think it's just knowing how to turn the switch on and off as an entrepreneur. You, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's like you yeah. go to sleep with that shit. You know, you're just like, yeah. fuck, I got to make this post, got to make this sale, got to write this email. And it's just like, I've just learned how to like turn it on and turn it off and say, hey, like, it's just not fucking worth it. You know, it's not worth stressing about, you know, it's like mm. when I think the biggest thing that I worried about when I got diagnosed with cancer was just the regret of, hey, did I, did I actually tell my, my family members and my loved ones that like, I love them, that do they know how much I care about them? You know, mm. did I spend enough time with them? You know, those are the things that you realize when you go through something like this, where your life is on the line that are just so much more important than business. Mm. I think I need to be doing more of that. I was actually talking to my mom the other day because my mom knows me so well. She was saying sometimes she sees me on my Instagram stories and I'll be with my wife out for dinner. And I'm, she's like, you're, she's like, boy, your head is in another place. I'm like, I'm probably thinking about funnels, I'm like building a new funnel and stuff and hearing this. Yeah. That's what's important. Family and things like that. And I'm we not saying, that I'm, I'm not saying that I'm perfect either. You know, mm-hmm. like, I have those moments still even today, like where I'm with my family, but like, you know, like you're, you're there, but you're not really there. You're there physically, but like, you're still thinking about work shit. And like, that's not helping you to stay present. Like that's still shit that I struggle with, but you know, I remind myself, Hey, you know, like turn it off angel, you know, like focus on the present, focus on what's most Mm. important, you know? Mm. I want to go a little, like not dark here, but a little, a little deep here. Um, If you, if you knew this was going to happen, you could decide it would happen again. All the lessons learned, you'll still survive it. You'll be in this same spot or it just won't happen. You can, would you say that this is something you would do again? Not like, uh, yeah, I enjoyed this, but would you say this is, this was a win? 1000%. I wish I would have documented wow. more shit. I wish I would have been mm. even more vulnerable, you know, than I was. Mm. I wish I, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I do the same shit over and over again. I don't, to be honest, you know, of course, do I have regrets? Absolutely. You know, like I should have gotten checked out sooner, you know, when I no- first noticed the problem, you know, that's my biggest regret, you know, of course, who wouldn't, but like I mentioned before at the beginning of the podcast, there's no sense in living in the past. You know, there's no sense in crying over spilled milk. It is what it is. And, you know, you just gotta, you know, I just look at it as like, okay, what can I do right now to make my life, you know, more impactful for others? Mm, Amazing. You're taking your, your bodies by angel brand to another level. Um, you're, you're, you're helping people that we both know that are high profile people in different communities that you've been working with and you've been mentoring. Um, what are you bringing to your mentorship now? I guess it's 2021, you know, we're all supposed to have something new. So like, what are you bringing to your mentorship after you've gone through this, I guess, incubation period of, you know, 
pain and fear and resilience and all that coming out on top with this, these new clients you're going to be working with and clients you already have, what's the perspective you has, have now as a coach, just speaking coach to coach, that you're bringing to the people that you work with who, who can be learning from you, who can be mentored by you and get the body that they deserve to have? What's the perspective you've got now when you coach them, when you hop on these sessions? I think, um, you know, I, as, an, as an entrepreneur, you're always trying to make your business better and evolve. You know, like if, if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, you always got to constantly figure out ways to add more value to what you're doing, you know, to really take your, your services to the next level. So for me, I felt like the science behind my training programs is very sound, you know, like people get results. Um, but I think where, you know, this whole cancer situation really helped me out was really helping people out more so with like their psychology and their mindset, you know, like really trying to transfer the same things that I learned throughout my journey, the resilience, the positive mindset into their own journeys um, and really being a lot more raw about it. You know, before I kind of like shy away and be like, oh, you know, like, it's okay. You know, if you have like this little bullshit, you know, thing that happened to you now, I'm just like, Hey, you know, like step it up. You know, like if I can do it, you could do it, you know, like more realness and more rawness. Um, and I think also, you know, I, uh, what's made me a better coach right now is that, uh, I'm a lot more empathetic, you know, over, you know, people's circumstances, you know, like, mm you truly never know what somebody else is going through, you know, uh, the surface level, you know, yeah. especially with like the social media shit, you know, everybody thinks that people's lives are perfect and shit, you know, you never really know what people are going through. So after going through something like this, I understand, you know, I'm a lot more empathetic, you know, over people's circumstances. And I think that has allowed me to uh, really troubleshoot and effectively, you know, solve problems to people on a more emotional you know, level. Hundred percent. I think that there's there's something that happens to your brain chemistry when you go through intense trauma or fear or things like that are what we call like rewiring experiences that actually change the way you see the world. And this, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Going going through a hundred percent. Going through this, you become you become a different person. You become a different person at the end <laughs> and transferring that to people, being Absolutely. able to have people go ahead, go ahead. I think, and I think even like, or like business too, you know, like, uh, you know, like let's say like you, uh, you don't make that sale, you know, for example, you know, like, like that shit actually motivates me. Like, uh, I'm not, I'm like, yeah, like I'm like, fuck, you know, like I, like I'm so angry because I felt like I could have fucking helped that person, you know? And, yeah. and now I have to live with, with like, like, I'm OCD like that. You know, I'm just like, I think of it as like the, the, the person who I didn't sell, who didn't go into my program, like now they're going to be fucking suffering, you know, because they mm. still don't have a solution to their problem, you know, and it's on me, but like that shit motivates me. I'm just like, all right, fuck. Like it didn't work out, but like the next one, you know, like I'm going to show them, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make them regret this decision and show them that they didn't, you know, like it's true that, that trauma, <laughs> you know, of like rejection, you know, whether it's in game or adversity, you know, like business, it really, really fucking changes you for, for, for the better. And that's why you can't be scared, you know, to put yourself yep. out and take risks and, and do the yep. work. Yep. Yep. And, and I've seen your reviews. You have so many stories, success stories online. And you know what I love? Cause you have a high volume of them. And you don't post, I'm just going to be straight up. You don't post these like, 
I think like unrealistic expectation stuff like in a month and then you see some dudes who's like overweight and then like abs the next thing like I see coaches who post that not literally overweight and then abs but your yeah. stuff like it's a very clear that they're putting in the work and they're a different person and and you see on their face the change one and just face fat which is huge no, the little bit I know about working out like your face changes and then yeah. they have like a glow like where these guys and girls are just like they look like a different person they're, you know smaller stomach all that stuff I sure appreciate that it's yeah. an, it's incredible. I love seeing coaches who post a lot of reviews and regular re recurring reviews because you know that it's not it's not a gimmick. You know it's not fraudulent. It's it's a real thing and and realistic reviews too. You know there's some coaches who post like business coaches like how my client made a million in like a month. I mean okay, come on, cool. Show me the person who added five k to their business. Ab absolutely, you know, and I think that you know as far as like branding is concerned, you know, like people got to realize when they're posting content. And, you know, through social media, like what you want to do is that you want to build your no like and trust factor, you know, like that's, yeah. that's the shit that, that, that actually matters. So like, it's like, if you post some shit, that's just outrageous. Like nobody's going to believe that shit that, that doesn't help you. Right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mm -hmm. help you at all. You know, so it's better mm -hmm. to be transparent and set expectations, you know, clear, like for you, you know, like when you were like in the dating space, like you were doing the same shit, you know, like you weren't saying like, Hey, you know, like you'll be great with, with women, you know, like in a month, you know, like, it's like, this shit is going to take time, you know, yeah. got to yep. put in the work, you know, otherwise yeah. it's just not going to happen. hundred percent. Um, so you're coming out with stronger, than cancer, the second part you're putting out, and where can people find that? I think it's on YouTube. Correct? Yes, sir. Be on YouTube. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And the name of your YouTube channel is Not Bodies by Angel. Same thing. Same thing. Fifty Shakes Away. Fifty Shakes Away. Okay. Same as your Instagram. Okay. Cool. So, sure. so we can find what you're doing. Fifty Shakes Away underscore on Instagram, and then you're showing your journey um, going through cancer and other fitness stuff as well. I think you have as well on YouTube. Um, so I'll be definitely checking that out when, when you have it up. And I suggest that you other lovely people who are looking at this, listening to it also check that out. What is next for you in 2021, my man? What, what's, what's it, what's the business looking like? What's health looking like? What's life looking like for you? What's on the horizon? Um, so I am almost practically cancer-free. All right. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy about that. You know, all my, uh, blood work is back to normal, um, based off of the biopsy of like what they found. Um, it seems to be that there's no cancer, you know, with those residual tumors, it's just a uh, teratoma, like it's like benign shit. that's not cancerous, but still needs to get taken out. So, uh, I'm happy about that. You know, I look forward to living a long, healthy life. Um, yes, really, you know, for me, you know, my, my big goals as far as like 2021 is of course, you know, to keep helping people, uh, through fitness, uh, you know, really elevating their games, showing them that whether you're going through a pandemic, you know, regular life adversity, whatever, you can still be successful, you know, really pushing that message um, and really just inspiring, you know, more and more people, you know, who are going through cancer, terminal diseases. You know, I really want to put out, you know, more about my journey to really solidify, you know, that stamp um, and give people the hope that they need, you know, to, to mm -hmm. get through this, you know, I'd say that right now that that's like my life's work. That's my life's passion. You know, it's, it's bigger than anything. Do I sense a book coming out sometime? You know, do I sense a book release sometime? In the next oh, a, a lot of people, a, a lot of people have, have asked me that, you know, so it's definitely something that, that I'm 
probably going to do. I don't know when, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people are telling me, and the more people tell me, the more um, I'm convinced that I should do it. So, wow. well, I'm back on. Everybody, DM him Fifty Shades, Fifty Shakes of Way underscore, and tell him to write a book so he can do it. And he can get we can get him back on the podcast and talk about the book. We'll do that too. <laughs> um, my man, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Um, your journey again is an inspiring one. You've been a, a a big part of my social media 2020. You were someone I was looking at a lot, and I appreciate what you contributed to my mindset, and my my attitudes, and looks on life. You were you were a big part of that for me. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Likewise, thank you for the opportunity for coming upon here and, and speaking to everybody. And uh, like I said, I love what you're doing, and uh, I I look forward to seeing you elevate your game as well for 2021. Yes, sir.